So, leave the light on. Keep the door open. And whatever you do, Drink up under the bed. Don't miss the Saturday premiere, Saturday, October 9th at 7.30, 6.30 Central on Magical World of Disney. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! This is Halloween! This is Halloween! This is Halloween! Halloween. It is Halloween! Hi, Michelle! It's Halloween! It's the most wonderful time of the... Yeah, I'm using that for Halloween. What you gonna do about it? For sure, Mariah Carey. Don't come up in here talking about Christmas. The day of Halloween, okay? You can Mm -hmm. start that shit tomorrow. Savage. Everybody! Welcome to Boo You Whore. My name is Mark. And my name is Michelle. And today we are getting into one of my personal favorites a disney channel original movie don't look under the bed released in 1999 michelle and guess what ladies and gentlemen michelle has never seen this movie until yesterday 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 was her first time viewing this movie and i was shocked i was shocked and amazed that she hasn't seen this nor has she seen halloween town nor has she seen (laughs) mom's got a date with a vampire (laughs) she has seen under wraps i have seen under wraps but this one is one of my absolute favorites and uh we'll get into it right after our 60 second Recap. Oh, it's only 60 seconds? Yep. Am I starting? I think you should start. You don't know the movie. Let's see what you can set up for us, Michelle. Oh, Lord. You ready? Okay. So there's this girl, and all of a sudden she woke up, and her whole family woke up, and they're like, oh, so dark outside. But someone farted with all of their clocks. And then she goes outside, and there's dogs on the roof, which is the best part of the whole freaking movie. And then she goes to school, and these girls are about to jump into a pool, but all of a sudden it turns into jello because they didn't see it before they jumped in the pool. Apparently it changed last minute, and she gets stuck in the jello. And then there's this guy named Larry who's like, Pulling all kinds of pranks. And Larry is the an imaginary friend. And Francis figures this out. And um, he is trying to help her because everyone's thinking that Francis is the one that's p- pulling all these pranks. And it's really Francis's boogeyman, her own personal boogeyman. And you turn into a boogeyman when you are an imaginary friend and you're a real human person stops believing in you. So they go and rescue uh, Francis's brother from the boogie world and then the boogeyman turns back into Francis's imaginary friend. You did really good with that. Okay, Michelle. First, I want to know, so you're an adult watching this movie. I am. So clearly, you're coming at it from a different perspective than nine-year-old Michelle would have. Because I feel nine-year-old Michelle would have definitely enjoyed this movie. I don't know, Mark. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't, it has everything we love, creepiness. It wasn't creepy at all, Mark. I, I was like, when is the scary part supposed to happen? Clearly, when you watch it with 2023 eyes, it's in the 90s. There's even a line where the mom goes, your father just logged into the internet news. You know, I've seen this movie before, Mark. Oh, really? This was 100% the child version of Drop Dead Fred. The boogeyman replaced mental illness and childhood trauma. And they made it a Disney movie. It is Drop Dead Fred Disney version. Still holds up on its own, though. It really does. Like, I'm still, I still can't believe you didn't grow up with even Halloween Town, Michelle. Halloween Town. I think it's because. 
because at that point I was watching like real scary movies. The so only... was I, but I was also like trying to enjoy my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. We didn't have childhood in my family. Um, I watched Ernest Scared Stupid, Double Double Toil and Trouble with the Olsen twins, and that Ronald McDonald Scared Silly. I, I watched that every year on YouTube to this day. I think you would have liked it if you were a kid. I listened to this Disney podcast where these three adults, they review Disney Channel original movies. And two out of the three adults watched it as a kid and they hated it as an adult. They compared it to the improv game, Yes And. Yes, and the little brother has leukemia. Yes, and the, <laughs> and they said it just never really wrapped up. It just kept adding well, plot I'm points. I'm not going to trust the three Disney adults. Again, it was Drop Dead Fred, how he <laughs> plays all these pranks and they blame Lizzie. I love the pranks. I loved the pool of jello. I want to swim in a pool of jello. Me too. Like the old lady in Patch Adams. I was Adams. to say, in a pool of noodles. <laughs> noodles. <laughs> An entire pool full of noodles. Well, I just know Francis this whole time wants some boogie booty from Larry, the imaginary friend. Yeah, the kiss at the end was weird. She's thirsty. She was smitten the first time he was creeping on her. Like, she's even telling people, there's this guy. Well, (laughs) he's following me. I'm like, oh, that's stalking, Francis. (laughs) I didn't sense a romantic chemistry between them at all because I saw him as very childlike. And then they kissed. I was like, wait, what? Uh, The one reason I am glad they ended up going with this was because apparently Disney was causing and a stinker because Ty Hodges was an African-American. You're kidding me. The director was just like, you know, he pushed back and he was just like, this, are you kidding me? We were already filming and I got a call one day on the set from somebody at Disney that said, what are you going to do about the very end of the movie? And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, there's a kiss at the end of the movie where Larry kisses Francis. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, um, how do we say this politely? She's white and he's not. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I said, guys, it's like the end of the 20th century here. Um, what's the problem? Uh, but they, they had some concern about uh, some of the Southern affiliates, uh, particularly, not being happy about that. And I said, thankfully, Disney came back and was like, you know what? You're right. Now that I know that, I'm like, okay, well, thank God they kept that in. Fuck yeah. Well, fuck you guys. Are yeah. you serious? <laughs> Speaking of, did you have any imaginary friends when you were a kid? I did not, but I loved Drop Dead Fred as a kid. And we would quote it and drive my mom nuts. And it's funny because I remember Drop Dead Fred as such a comedy. And then I showed it to husband Mark, you know, like a year or two ago. And he's like, this movie is so sad. It's so dark. And I'm like, really? I think it's hilarious. Childhood trauma, I guess. You know? <laughs> I think that that's why you didn't really relate to Don't Look Under the Bed. You're, you're being traumatized as a child. I know. <laughs> and I think that's what it was. I was like, I don't want to watch happy movies as a child. <laughs> you are Wednesday. Well, I had imaginary friends, but just to make other people jealous. That's what I was about to ask. Did you have an imaginary friend? <laughs> I sure did. And not that I believed in them, but I just like made up friends. Uh... So you didn't see anybody? <laughs> oh, no. If you want a little fun ghost hunter fact if you ask children what color is your imaginary friend like nine times out of ten they'll say purple the theory behind that is up until we're about five years old you can see further into the uv spectrum um by about five years old the sun damages your eyes and you can't really see into that that spectrum as far but the uv spectrum looks purple that's why the friend goes away around age four or five because that's when you can't see into that spectrum anymore so there's kind of a theory that it's actually a ghost that they can see and they stop seeing them once their eyes kind of adjust 
to the normal world with the sun. Yeah, maybe that's why there's a heavy purple influence in this movie. I thought that same, yeah. Well, yes, I, I certainly did have imaginary friends because all my real friends would want their fake imaginary friends to play with my fake imaginary friends, and my imaginary friends were very selective. So. <laughs> <laughs> that means you were very selective, and you still are, and I love it. Michelle, do you think Michael Myers was an imaginary friend? He's the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. That's why Laurie went to the crazy institution in Resurrection, yeah. He's on Laurie's mind. Wow. Oh my God, and that's why in the first one, Nancy like didn't see him behind the hedge, but Laurie did, and yes. oh my gosh, Mark. See? What? I told you there was a reason you need to watch this movie. Whatever, you're just trying to get me to like the movie by relating it to Michael Myers. You should like this movie because it's a great <laughs> fucking movie, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> One and a two and a three. The, the goblins, goblins get, if you don't watch out, they'll take, take you and shake, take you until you shout. Stop, look, listen. It's Halloween. There's spookies and kookies and diabli dukes, abukies and chookies and poopily doops. I like to eat tinsel. It's Halloween. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> <laughs>